Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good afternoon. Good to see you. Good to see all of you. Welcome back to campus. It's, uh, it's been a couple weeks, I guess, or not quite, or right at, I guess, and it's uh, it's been awesome being welcomed back here. And uh, just uh, thank you to all of you that uh, cover our program. I really appreciate all of you. So um, obviously today is a exciting day. Um, just uh, announcing a class and, and so much more uh, that's continuing to evolve with our program. Um, it's exciting, you know, it's growth. And that's, uh, that's what it's all about, every day getting better. And uh, today we got a lot better, there's no question. So um, five signees today that I'll certainly go into a little bit of uh, depth with and be happy to ask, answer some questions. But the top priority was to get, um, you know, the guys that were committed. You know, the guys that when I looked at them uh, on paper and watched their film and just understood more about them, uh, were guys that loved this program, um, had, deep, uh, had, had, had deep ties to it in some ways, um, whether it's because they were committed for a long time or local, whatever it might be, um, but uh, th that was a top priority. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we have two guys from Arizona, we have two, or one from uh, Nevada, and then we have two uh, guys that are local uh, that I'm super fired up about. Um, and, um, you know, before I get into each one of those, it's, it's a five guys in the class right now. And uh, it's going to be a small class. It was going to be a small class even before I got here. When you look at uh, just the seniors that graduated, there was only six seniors that graduated. There are a few guys that are leaving early for the NFL. Um, and so, you know, we'll be replacing those. Um, and then, of course, be a, a few guys that leave, uh, I'm sure, um, you know, with the portal and everything. And I think a lot of those guys kind of had their, their minds made up, but uh, they certainly did a great job of being respectful and, and giving us a chance to, to talk with them, um, you know, now as, I, as I've been here on campus. So, um, so it's gonna be a small class. Uh, there's just not a lot of spots to fill. I think um, looking at uh, the class, you know, um, you know, moving forward, I think we're in a really good place uh, going into February. Uh, our January leading to February signing day with uh, laying the foundation on a few guys that uh, you know we'll, we'll uh, work hard to get that we see as guys that can help us uh, in our program. Um, I think there's also an, a continue to evaluate once we really get to be around um, our team uh, in January, which is the, one of the benefits of being a quarter system. Um, we'll get to see our guys in January when the staff returns or, or is here and the players return. Um, and then we can uh, we can make some more decisions on exactly the holes we need to fill in the areas that we're, where we, we identify needs. Um, but I feel like we're in a good place uh, moving forward with some of the, of, the, of the other top prospects that won't be signing here um, in, the, in the days ahead. So um, the, as a whole, I really feel like this is a talented group. And obviously that's your, your goal. Um, but they're a talented group. I think I love the length, big on length. Obviously speed's a huge deal. But uh, I love length because um, 
you know, you can put weight on length and the game was meant to be played physical. And, uh, you know, those guys putting some size on over the years as they develop in our strength program, um, you know, be something that uh, certainly, you know, will pay huge dividends. And I think just in general, these guys are rock solid guys. Um, you know, identifying guys that uh, are talented is one thing, but uh, the support system that these players that are joining us, our prospects that are joining us have, um, it's, it's really impressive. And it's been fun getting to know their families, um, even more, uh, even others, uh, you know, support systems, their coaches, uh, whoever it might be. It's been fun getting to know them here just in the last really week, week and a half, and uh, already building some strong relationships with them. Um, I know they're fired up to be dogs. Uh, we do have two guys that will be joining us already mid-year, and I'll get to that here in a second. Um, and uh, those guys are ready to go. Um, and, uh, you know, I know are going to make an impact. So uh, just getting to the five uh, gentlemen that have uh, signed with us here today, um, give you the names first and then talk a little bit about them. But Jeremy Bernard, uh, wide receiver, 6'1", 196, uh, from Liberty High School in Las Vegas. Um, Denzel Boston, wide receiver, 6'3", 191, from uh, Emerald Ridge High School here in Washington. Um, Parker Brailsford, uh, 6'2", 255, from Sororo High School in Mesa, Arizona. Lance Holtzclaw, an outside linebacker, DN type, drop-end uh, player, uh, 6'3", 200, uh, 201, uh, from Desert Ridge High School in Arizona. And Ryan Otten, um, local and uh, Obviously, brother of, of Cade, tight end, 6'6", 224 from Tumwater uh, here in Washington. So um, just a few notes kind of about each guy and then, of course, a answer any questions. Um, you know, Jeremy, first of all, he'll be a mid-year and, uh, you know, just a very dynamic player, just really special, um, committed early in the process well over a year ago, I think at the end of July. And uh, just, you know, the, his tie-in, his energy, um, that I think he's going to bring uh, just because he's so comfortable, so familiar with this program already. Um, it's truly exciting. And I think, you know, him seeing what we were going to do offensively um, got him even more motivated and excited to be a part of it. And, um, you know, he's just such a dynamic guy, wildcat, running back, um, punt return, kick return, just everything he does. Um, it's impressive. Uh, he had three punt returns, one kickoff return, an interception for touchdown just this last year. So not going to get too much into stats because I think in the releases, um, you guys can all see that. But I think the other pieces, um, you know, durable. I've written durable that, uh, you know, he's a durable player uh, just with uh, the physicality he plays with and the ways they utilized him. Um, I thought that was really impressive. Great balance. Um, and then I think most, most importantly, he's got a maturity about him. He's got a focus about him where he really understands what he wants to do and his goals ahead, uh, whether it's at this level or beyond. And uh, he understands the work that it takes. And again, that goes back to just, um, you know, how he's grounded because of the support system he, that, that's around him. He was the first committed uh, in this class, again, going way back uh, into 2020. So um, Denzel Boston is another wide receiver here, Emerald Ridge High School, I think. You know, really just getting to know him, um, it was a, he really just wanted to stay local, you know, and uh, when I saw the film, I wanted him to stay local, too. Uh, there was no question. He just is uh, got a long frame. Um, the catch radius is, is enormous. He's been so consistent from year to year. And uh, I'm, I'm fired up about him. I think he's he's going to put on some good, solid weight, and it's only going to make him quicker, twitchier, uh, which he already has. And uh, he's just naturally skilled. Um, great body control, 
Um, he loves football. There's no question in my mind he loves football. And uh, he's got a smile on his face. I think it's something where just you can see, I, I think it's be something that's contagious as, as we build our culture and our team. Um, I think he's one of those guys. Um, it's very evident to me just in the way he talks. He loves ball. That includes the hard work that goes along with it. Um, you know, he had over 100 yards a game a couple years ago uh, in the shortened season. Uh, so fired up about him. Um, again, I'll let you look at the stats, but I know he's going to be exactly, you know, he's, he's a good compliment uh, between he and Jeremy. They complement each other coming in this class as wide receiver uh, tandem. So pretty exciting there. Um, offensive lineman, Pete Parker Brailsford. Um, he's one of the guys that we didn't get the whole staff or, or the people that are here a chance to meet just because he um, played in a championship game this weekend. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they ended up winning it. Uh, he comes from a great, great program, uh, top-tier program, uh, won the state championship. He's going to be a mid-year guy. Um, and, uh, you know, just meeting him, uh, he's that kind of dynamic personality. I'm going to use that a few times here on a few guys just because I think it's a great word to emphasize uh, what these, type of, these guys are like. They're not just great football players. They're really good guys to hang around. Um, they're the guys that you just want to sit around and, and, and hang with, uh, you know, hours upon hours. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he's really smart. You can see it in the way he plays. You can hear it in the way he talks. Um, you know, he's athletic. When you watch his film, you're going to see him finishing going uh, to the whistle. Right? We're not going to go through the whistle. We're going to go to the whistle. But he, uh, he, uh, he finishes, and, and guys are on their back, and uh, over and over and over, he's got that nastiness in him that you really want in an offensive lineman. So um, twitchy, explos explosive, um, runs well, athletic, um, just really good body control, again, in a different way than when I talked about a receiver. But uh, I'm fired up about Parker. Uh, Lance, Lance is one of those guys, first of all, just personality-wise, I can't wait to get him in the locker room because he's an all-in guy. I think wherever he's at, um, it's about the friendships and the relationships that he has. And uh, he's one of those guys that's just going to infect your locker room uh, in a positive way because he's a team player through and through. And, um, again, he's an explosive guy. kind of see him as a, an edge guy, um, you know, weak side defensive end, outside linebacker type player. Um, he's a... Uh, He's got a frame to grow into, got that burst that uh, you really like to see. And, um, you know, just again, I go back to the personality. And the personality is, is, uh, is, is fun and easy, is, is easy going, hanging out with. But he's also got this intensity about him where uh, he, he knows what he wants. And, uh, you know, just like his coaches all verify, he, he knows what it takes to get what he wants. And um, I'm excited about that. Uh, you can't go away from a guy whose nickname is Showtime. So uh, that's, uh, that was certainly jumped out at me the first time I talked to him on the phone and, and I learned that. So, and last but not least, um, Ryan Otten, you know, tight end and comes from a football, football family, you know, that goes deep. And um, I think, you know, everyone understands that Cade being here did an amazing, had just had an amazing career and amazing football player. Um, I think with Ryan, you're going to see him make a name for himself. Um, he has never said that, but I think just in the way he goes about things, um, I think that's a big deal. And, uh, you know, I think uh, you're going to see just because of the ability he has and the type of person he is, the character he has, um, you're going to see exactly that. Uh, he's a tight end that, you know, in, in our offense, I mean, it's just is so important, um, whether it's giving you the extra gaps and linemen's um, control in the middle of the field in the pass game. Um, he is, he's got that nasty to him, much like I talked about with Parker. Uh, where he's going to finish and, you know, uh, make sure and he gets not just his job done, but he gets it done at a high level. 
Um, you know, he's a you know guy that I think you know we have him listed at 224 right now. I think it was the last time uh, any official measurement was made anywhere that uh, that we could get our hands on and. And, um, you know, he's probably going to be 250, 260 by tomorrow. You know, I just see that with the frame he has. Uh, when you have that length, it's easy to put it on. So um, no question that he wanted to be a dog. And, um, you know, even uh, through through uh, the times I had a chance to talk with him, um, it was evident that way. And so happy to have him. And I think just one summary of all these guys again. These guys come from great families, and family is a word that we talked about a lot uh, when we were talking with these uh, with these guys and uh, the family of the players, but also the family community that we want to have uh, as just a as, a as a program, and um, um, they add to that and make us better that way. So, um, before I open questions, I know there's probably questions on staff updates. We're you know, we've officially announced just two coaches um, that are on staff, Coach Ryan Grubb as our offense coordinator, quarterbacks coach, and Julius Brown at corners um, off the field. Courtney Morgan as our director of player personnel, and those guys have been doing an amazing job uh, just beating down the pavement and uh, getting, getting, uh, getting the recruiting uh, going. Um, we are very close to expect and expecting to make some more announcements here very soon in the, in the, next, couple, in the next couple of days. So... Um, all excited about that. That will be a lot of fun to share that with you. I'm super fired up about the direction that's going. So, any questions? Coach, um, how many of these players did you have relationships with before you got up here as the Husky head coach? And when you came in and visited with them, you said it was great building relationships with them, but were they kind of skeptical or were they all just accepting right away? Yeah, I had zero relationships with any of these guys. And um, I think in general, you are always skeptical. I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, they, they see the announcement and it's just, oh, here we go, you know. Um, I th and I think the relationship that we're building is at the lowest level right now possible because uh, when they leave here, um, we'll truly understand what relationship building is all about. And so um, to answer your question, I did not and um, know any of these guys or have a relationship with them. I knew names, but that was it. And um um, it's just these guys are special guys, and uh, you know the talent speak for itself, spoke for itself. Um, but uh, the character, as I got to know them, uh, was just, and they're just fun guys to be around. And I think they all, um, just this group right here, is gonna be a great core to build around. You know, just rough math. Uh, you know, you're talking to six seniors, and I think uh, four, four or something. So probably we're probably talking right now, as at this time. You know, you're probably talking about. 15 guys, you know, that, um, and, and I'm giving you a rough number, just 15 guys that uh, there's kind of open slots, you know, and obviously you have your initial counters and things like that. Now, um, is that going to be all high school guys? Um, you know, um, you know, I think there'll be some more announcements here uh, officially coming from us on some others that will be joining our program um, as well here in the, you know, the next day or couple next, I shouldn't say next day, in the next couple of days to the next upcoming week. What has the last couple of weeks been like in terms of the scramble to get here and to assess the current roster and assess your existing commits and what you need and just what have the last couple of weeks been like from that perspective? Yeah, um, I mean, it's what I expected. I've been in different ways, uh, transitions, um, head coach, assistant coach. I mean, you're in it and, uh, you know, you really are in your own world just in – in focusing on, on two things, right, the staffing and, uh, and your team. 
and building your team with the recruits. So um, really that's where you put 100% of your focus each and every day. I love it. I enjoy it. Um, getting to know the guys and having them come in, in between calls and in between visits when I was on the road. Um, weekends, uh, even on the official visit this weekend, just having guys come in the office uh, and just the current roster I'm talking about uh, coming in the office and and saying hi and spending 15 minutes, 30 minutes, sometimes 45 minutes with a, with an individual or a group of guys. Um, I love it, um, but that's really where most of the time has been spent. Coach, can you get, kind of give us the nuts and bolts how you put a recruiting class together in two weeks? Were you, depending on written evaluations, were you depending on former coaches that were, you know, maybe not returning? Just how did you do all this? Maybe a little bit of nuts and bolts on that. Um, I think... I think you know, looking, um, looking at uh, at the class and, and a little bit of everything you just said. Um, you know, you have a recruiting department here that um, is in the know and, and understanding, uh, and I think does a really nice job of knowing uh, the conversations that have had been had by the the past staff and and doing a good job of value. They're here for a reason, and uh, you know, um, they gave me some good insight. Um, you know, and you put on the film and you uh, it gets supported. And, um, you know, um, talking with some staff uh, that were here as well, um, who's been great. They've been all great. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's been helpful. But I think more than anything, you put on the film and you see the talent, and then you go to the next step, which is talking with the high school coaches and so forth. Um, and, you know, getting in their homes is, and seeing the families and be around them, you know, that's just like, the top the top tier of it you know where it's just like okay yeah we got what we want and uh i'm super excited to have these five we need to be selective again just going back to the number of spots that we're going to have open here in the program at this time which knowing in this world of college football um how quickly that can change and on the, obviously nothing's official yet on this from from you guys but just in general terms what what is your approach been to the quarterback position so far, just in terms of evaluating what you, what you have on the roster and yeah. recruiting for, for that position. Yeah, I think um, I think there's some two very capable, right? We have two very capable guys that have been well known uh, in this program. Um, you know, Sam and Dylan, and just uh, you know, getting to know them has been awesome. I mean, these are top tier, just character guys, and. Uh, it's fun getting to know them. Uh, Coach Ryan Grubb being here as the offensive coordinator, getting to know. I know he spent a lot of time. I, I did early on before he even got here, and I know he's done a lot more of that. But um, you can tell uh, that they're hungry, that they're excited. Um, and, I, you know, I think it's understandable that, you know, you can't just have two guys on scholarship in your program. Um, my philosophy would be that you recruit a guy every single year, um, try to tier it, you know, have, have it uh, segmented, one guy in each class. Um, understanding how things work. There might be a guy that leaves and you have four quarterbacks on scholarship. Um, back, um, you know, just not that long ago, I've always felt, I've even felt like we have five quarterbacks sometimes slotted and I've had that before. Uh, I think reality of where we're at now in college football, um, that's tough to have. And so um, three gets a little scary. Been there before. Um, three gets a little scary just having the, that number on your program. But, um, you know, it's good for competition. Um, it's good for making sure you have safeguards against injury, um, you know, if it does come your way. And, um, you know, I think, again, it's about the group being in the room together and the character they have supporting each other, competing. And, uh, you know, that's what I think we'll do a great job of doing, not just in the quarterback room, but all positions. And Ryan Grubb's uh, going to do a great job with a quarterback position specifically doing that. On that subject, you know, having three right now, one that you probably can't talk about yet, but do you feel like you need another one in the 2022 class here? 
I don't think you need one, but if you find the right guy, um, you know, you, you certainly look at it. Um, and it just it kind of depends on how things play out, you know, uh, you know, with the 2023 20, class, you know, just getting that cycle and just trying to develop that the best you can with the facts that you have, you know, a year from now or even six months from now, we might talk and be talking a different scenario um, because there are some uncontrollable things that from our end uh, as coaches that we can't. But, uh, you know, that's our that's our goal is to, to build strong relationships in that room uh, as well as the others to where um, they buy into the philosophy we have and they're there to support each other and ready to compete. Building strong relationships. What was it about Courtney Morgan that just attracted you to him? Just kind of talk about your relationship and yeah. what made you decide yeah. to bring him in. Yeah, Courtney. Um, you know, I spent. I think. I think everyone probably was aware. Spent a year with him. Um, you know, in 2020, got him on board. Probably, you know, spring. I think he was there maybe a couple of days, and then COVID hits. And so, um, you know, when when you go through the toughest times, you find out what type of people you have around you. And we went through that time and, um, you know, there's, uh, there's furloughs going on and there's, you know, zoom calls and trying to figure it out. And this is a guy that just stays the course and, uh, is, you talked about relationships and that was your question. Um, I mean, he's amazing with it. Um, he just, he loves the process. Um, and I think that's what, when we announce the, the staff and the direction we're headed, you're going to see, we have a staff that loves the process of, building those relationships and getting to know the guys, um, you know, looking under every stone to find the most talented, not the ones that necessarily always that appear to be the best, but the ones that are the most talented that, you know, you can develop and, and fit, fit what you want to be. Um, and that's always, you know, usually the guys who are the most talented, but I think the character piece and all that comes into play as well. Courtney, um, I think it will be probably documented. I mean, was involved in building some great classes the last two years, wherever he's been. Actually, you can go back three or four years, um, and uh, it's it's not a coincidence, you know, that the success of those programs um, is a result. Uh, it's not a coincidence that the success happens where he's been, um, including us at Fresno State, where we had, you know, a big surgence of of uh, great better players from 2020 to 2021. You talked about the five new guys in the recruits. Are there any other additions or subtractions on the roster that you can tell us about? Um, uh, not, no additions. No additions. Um, subtractions, I'm not ready to do that yet. So um, there are some guys I know that will be or in the process, you know, um, if they haven't been out already. Um, but I just want to verify some things exactly where they're at in that. So um, don't want to go down that road quite yet. But I appreciate the question. Um, the uh, uh, nationally, the uh, Devil Swinney of uh, Clemson made some remarks that made headlines this morning. I don't know if you saw them. I have but, not. Uh, he talked about uh, the transfer portal and what's going on uh, nationally. He said it's really sad. There's right now about 2,000 kids in the portal, and most of them don't have anywhere to go. There's so much tampering going on, and so many adults manipulating young people. Mm -hmm. It's sad. How does that correspond to your experience? Yeah, it, it's it's the it's where we're at. I mean, it's it's sad the, the, that it is that way, um, you know. But there's arguments the other way as well, right? Um, I mean, the you know, I'm here, and just uh, not long ago, I will never thought that this would be where I would be at. You know, I, I sat in front of a team myself, and um, the last game I was with them, um, really didn't see this as 
where I would be, you know, and that team's getting, you know, they're getting ready to play a bowl game this weekend. And at that time, I fully thought I would be there. And so, you know, as coaches move, um, you got to try to find that that way where you can give the, the guys some freedom, um, you know, and but the, the part is that exactly what you're saying is where it gets hard because it does seem to be out of control, you know, and um, finding that fine balance, I think, is what's going to be um, the tricky. I don't know what the solution is, um, but uh, I just always, I think, whenever I talk to guys, I always want what's best for them. I really do. Um, because what's best for them, I hope, is being a part of our program. But this, this window of opportunity they have to play college football is small. And you want them to enjoy it. And that's why I coach. And I have to protect our program and make it the best it can be. But in the end, and I think taking this, this uh, having this philosophy, I think is what has helped me have our success or help the success of the programs I've been at is by just giving everything to those guys and, and talking it through with them. And um, if that is what they feel is the best thing for them, you know, then, um, you know, then that's, that's what it will be, you know, and I, I can live with that. But um, I don't know what the solution is. Uh, it, 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 to me, would be very nerve-wracking if I was in their shoes and I entered the portal um, not knowing exactly where I'm, where I'm going to be going. So, um, you know, we'll be, I'm sure, dealing with a guy here and there, you know, in the days, weeks, months, years ahead. How much has the degree of difficulty increased for you as a head coach in this environment in mm -hmm. terms of recruiting? I think it, it, it certainly is diff more difficult, no question. And I think there's a, I think the NIL thing um, adds another level um, above and beyond. Um, you know, you always used to just feel like if you just built this strong culture, you know, that just made it hard to uh, absolutely, you know, extremely hard for guys to want to want to leave because they just are involved in the friendships and the relationships they have. Um, but there is more to it now. There's definitely more to it. Um, but that's, I guess, how I know how to, how to, how to make it um, to where it will be hard is just diving into them with two, you know, jumping in with two feet. And uh, that's what our staff will do. Um, it's been successful. Uh, if, if you, you know, you look at the, the core guys and the team that we had uh, the last two years, um, the key guys were all there, you know, they were all there. Um, and again, some of those guys that left where I was at was, you know, in result, just to, to have a better opportunity to play more, you know, which I totally get. And this is coming from, again, I know it's documented. I mean, I'm a small college guy and I wouldn't trade my experience for the world because, uh, the friendships that I had and the memories I have on that team and that program are, uh, are special. And, uh, you know, I think that's what I'm trying to do here with this program is make special memories, special moments, build a team uh, to where it's really hard to leave because um, they see what they have, not just in the resources, the support, um, this, the history, tradition, the success we're going to have, but they also just feel something even deeper than that being a part of our program. That's Holt's clock. I think it had said he, he wanted to wait until February to sign, obviously ended up signing today. How important was it to you guys to get him on board today? And what do you think it was that, that made him ultimately decide to do that? Yeah, I just think uh, just kept getting to know him, you know. Um, I mean, it was uh, middle of last week before I got a chance to really get in front of him, you know. And, uh, man, that's hard. You know, you see 
you don't know what's going to happen. And then uh, finally a coach gets announced and then it's still, the, you know, that coach is working on other things and, and finally gets a chance to be with you. Um, you know, you can, you can FaceTime, you can talk on the phone and as much as you want. But um, I think it, you know, in his mind at that point, that's probably what he was going to do. And uh, we just stayed the course and kept talking and kept uh, having conversations. And um, I think the more you know you do that, the, the more they understand that hey, this is the right place to be. And you know, I'm I'm really excited that he made the decision to to sign with us today. And um, um, he's going to be a great player, great football player for us. Caitlin, when do you think you'll have your staff put together? And, and is it eight more hires? Uh, yes, it would be eight more, and it, it will be happening fast here. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Um, it would probably be in a couple of different waves. Um, next next couple of days, you know, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be much longer. Have those decisions been made, or, or for the most part, yeah. And there's just some few things we just got to work through with a few, with few, uh, a few decisions, but few things that just got to be worked out. You know, the positions for recruiting that you need to fill still and maybe some transfer portal, is there one or two positions that you take a look at the roster that you really feel you need to add some depth to or prioritize in recruiting right now? Yeah, I mean, I think you look at the first just numbers, right? And I think linebackers and places where we're just short numbers, um, you know, in that room. Um, you know, not even talking the talent level, you know, because there's some talented guys in that room, but just numbers um, because those are your special teams guys as well. You know, those are the guys that take a lot of snaps in a lot of different ways. Um, and I think just in the secondary, probably more towards the corner, um, just looking at it. I think that position, you know, you, you have a couple guys leaving for the NFL. Obviously, there was some high talent, uh, some highly talented guys there. And so um, that's where my eyes and that's where my – you know, just I jump to right away when I when I look at it, and I think a lot of that's been supported. So, um, you know, we've talked about the quarterback spot needing a you know at least another guy in my mind, and um, and we'll go from there. But um, you know, there's some there's there's, but I don't feel like it's anything where you know we're in a desperate position. You know, I really don't. I feel like that's part of recruiting. That's part of building a program. Every single year, you have guys graduate. And you gotta just keep building it. You know, guys are gonna step up. There's people, there's guys in this program that are gonna step up. And and uh, um, you know, this spring, um, I'm not saying a surprise. Um, this is gonna be ready to go, and it's their time. Yeah, with all the coaching changes the last couple of weeks and months in the country, do you feel like there's more talent that is waited to sign until February than previous years? How, how would you describe how much talent there is still mm -hmm. available right now? Um, I don't know relative to the past, but I do feel like there are some talented guys, certainly that we have identified that we want to uh, continue to pursue and get in our football program. So relative to the, the past, um, I, th I, I think one thing just in general last year is the spots were there was a huge concern because of COVID and just spots limited, super seniors, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, rosters were filled up, um, I think, more than they are probably back uh, to a little bit more of a normal size uh, like the, the, than they have in the past. So, so that's probably true. And I think from both ends, there's probably some guys out there. The coaching movements that you're talking about, guys are just holding on, like just making sure they make the right the right decision. So I think all those things are are true. Do you prefer two signing days, or are you okay going back to one? I think it's good to have two. Um, I definitely think the earlier one is important. Um, just. You know, I just think about what January becomes when you don't have this. And, uh, 
you know, you got backup plans, the backup plan, especially now with the uh, portal and being a one time in the, in the one time transfer. I just think that um, it's good to be able to just know where you're at um, and, you know, know where you're at. And then, um, you know, you can help guys, you can help figure out uh, what the next moves are that you need to make and fill in your roster. The general philosophy on the number of offers you'd like to put out in a class. You know, some schools go 400, some schools go 100. Mm -hmm. um, I've, yeah, I, I wouldn't say, I, I would like to think that when we put an offer out there, it's committable. And so, you know, um, that usually um, is more on the lower end then. I think the philosophy would be more on the lower end. Um, I just feel like when, you know, when you're, when you're putting an offer out there, um, you know, it's 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 an offer, and so um, I want to be careful not to put stuff an offer out to a guy that you know is something that uh, he can't respond to and and be on board with. So um, those that you know, when you have like you said, you use the number four hundred. When you have four hundred offers out there, you know, to me, you know, how do you how do you really know? Like you want the best guys that you can possibly get at the right time, and just the timing of it is is, so, is such a big part of it. Coach, I know you've only been here a couple weeks, but you recruited at Indiana, Fresno, now Washington. What's the difference in your recruiting to Washington as opposed to where else you've been? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think there's more of a – I mean, Indiana to Washington is probably the best comparison as far as the size, right, um, the level. And um, I think there it was uh, – you certainly had, like, satellite areas that you went to, um, and you're trying to – to win the state. I think we have a much bigger section, you know, when you think about the West Coast. Um, obviously, you're always starting in state, but the West Coast, I think, in general. And then I know uh, as soon as we do get around, and, and I think there are some satellite, at least one satellite area that uh, that um, I could see us, you know, working with, uh, going into a little bit more, um, you know, and so, you know, we'll figure that out. But I think it's it certainly is a region, uh, and, you know, the program, um, over the years here has just had so much success. And so I think, you know, being able to identify and uh, when you make an offer, um, really have a good chance of getting the guys that you've identified, I think is, uh, is, um, has certainly been shown. And I would expect that again in the, in the years ahead. Coach, I know you mentioned the word twitchy a couple of times. What is it? Twitchy. I think twitchy, you yeah. 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 Could you ex just explain what, what that is to you? Yeah, I think just uh, being sudden, you know, being able to, uh, move quickly, um, you know, just um, probably a combination of being explosive, you know. Uh, but uh, I just think those sudden movements are, you know, you got to get there as quick as you can, right? And uh, the first steps are just those sudden movements and sudden, sudden change of direction, whatever it might be. You know, I think it pertains to pretty much every position. It might be a little bit different per position. Um, but, you know, a Parker, Parker Brails, Brailsford, I think, is probably one of them I used, you know. Um, He's not going to be uh, the same. You know, it's all relative. It's not going to be the same for him as it is a guy like uh, Jeremy. You know, so. What has been the toughest thing for you coming up here in the couple weeks you've been up here? Um, you know, it's, I don't know. I can't. I mean, I think it's just all. It's it's what you expect. I mean, I really. I mean, everything has gone as you expect. I mean, it's just uh, you, you take one day at a time and you give. You just uh, go about your business and. Um, you know, I can't say it's anything that I didn't expect uh, uh, from from getting the job. Um, so uh, I can't say that there's been something that's just tough. I think the the job in general, uh, whether you're the head coach, uh, assistant coach, I think it's a you know 
it's a tough job, you know, all around. So, um, but it's a job I absolutely enjoy. I love it. You know, I love the, I love going to work and trying to make our players' lives better and trying to find that staff member that can, uh, can, uh, can really give us a, a spark in a certain position or be a little different to uh, so where we can tap into that person's strengths. And um, I love it. I love the challenge of building it, you know, with all the different departments that are involved, whether it's academics, strength and conditioning, you name it. One last question for me, at least. The uh, they did a story on the Navy coach and how he wants his coaches home by six o'clock to have dinner with his with their families every night. Are you a coach who prioritizes that, or are you like, hey, we need to get the work done and we need to get it, mm -hmm. whether that's eight o'clock at night or whatever? Yeah, we, we we will have a we'll have a set schedule every single day, uh, in season, out of season. It's it's different based on the time of the year. Um, and I think that's more than anything, just so everyone knows um, their free time, you know, their time to, but I think to where you're getting is, you know, family time and things like that. And that's a huge piece to me. Um, it's important to me. Um, I think number one, the families or coaches are gonna know that their families are always welcome to come up. Um, the guys that I'm hiring, um, I know are extremely high, hard workers um, and uh, they will, Put in more time, honestly, than probably uh, I'll be pushing them out of here because I think rest is important and uh, having a fresh mind is really important. Um, and they push that just because uh, of the work ethic. But uh, we will, you know, there's times I think throughout the year where you get a chance to just take that that breather, or it's just a little bit different schedule. And um, you know, I think you build a staff uh, that you trust, and when you trust them, um, you work with them to help make life enjoyable because there is more to it. Um, than football. All right, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.